0: Food is about people and places and moments in time. This is a Chef Demoni Snapshot with your host, Graham McLennan. Welcome to the second quick snapshot episode here on Chef Demoni. Today we are traveling all the way from British Columbia to Singapore to speak with former lawyer and current day chef and restaurateur, Willan Lau. Longtime listeners have heard from Will before here on the podcast. He was my guest for a full show on episode 20 and also kindly participated in episode 34 at the beginning of the pandemic. Today, Will and I discuss the current state of affairs in the Singapore dining scene. There is good news and bad. On the downside, Singapore had entered a second lockdown when I spoke to Will very recently, and like everywhere, the pandemic has been very hard on restaurants in Singapore. Today, Will laments that some long-time restaurants are choosing to close their doors. But the pandemic has created some acts of kindness. You'll hear about social media being used to help restaurants whose owners don't use it themselves. And there's some great news in Will and his team having recently reopened, after a hiatus of a decade, a beloved burger restaurant. And this place has a name that will warm lawyers' hearts. Plus, Will shares a new hawker stall find with us all. Will's descriptions of the hawker stalls and his pictures of them on Instagram really, really make me want to go to Singapore. Let's get to it. Here is a snapshot of the food scene in Singapore with Chef and Lau. Will, thank you so much for joining me once again, all the way from Singapore to, well, in this case, I'm in uh, West Vancouver, British Columbia. It's great to see you again. Great to talk to you again. Please tell us what's happening right now at Relish, at Raketo and and in Singapore generally.
1: Well, right now we are in the middle of a lockdown. Um, It's our second lockdown and um, it's supposed to end this Sunday. So there's no dining in. Nobody's allowed to go out with groups of more than two. We've gone back to delivering food and takeaways. Yeah, it's sort of a repeat of what happened last year. And,
0: wow! Uh, is it, how is the vaccination proceeding in Singapore? Because in you know Canada, we're a little bit behind the U.S., but it's proceeding and things feel like they are starting to get close to opening. But mm-hmm. what's your sense in Singapore?
1: Oh, well, it's it's doing fine. We were doing. We we're trying to. We started with the frontliners, all of them have been vaccinated, then the senior citizens, and now we are vaccinating children. And the strategy has changed a little. Uh, Initially, we were trying to give everybody two vaccine shots. Now it's like, get everybody one shot. And then, you know, in eight weeks, you get your second shot. So um, I think it's going fine because my friends' children are all having the vaccination already.
0: Okay, so it's it's. It's coming, fingers crossed, it's, and, it's, and it's on the way. So are your restaurants, are you now doing, are you doing takeaway? Are you doing delivery? How are you meeting the challenge of a, of a second? Breakdown? So again, we are doing delivery and
1: takeaways. I have two restaurants that serve very, very similar food. So it didn't make sense to have two locations. Singapore is really small. You know, doing the same food for delivery. So, we thought it'd be silly to cannibalize our own business. And I uh, decided to resurrect a, an old brand, which which sh- a restaurant that we shut 10 years ago. And um, it's called Burger Bench and Bar. And that's what we're doing right now in one location. And at the other location, we're doing both Relish and Rocchetto uh,
0: menu. Okay, well, I'm going to jump ahead because I was going to ask you about Burger Bench and Bar a little later, but, but tell us about it. It's, uh, I love the name, first of all, <laughs> <laughs> which is not surprising, I suppose, which well, no. sounds to me like a food law connection. But tell us about, tell us about it 10 years ago and, and uh, maybe a little bit more about what's happening now and what you hope for it once things improve.
1: Well, we, we always had Relish, which serves gourmet burgers and, you know, it's a family restaurant. And we thought, hey, why don't we do a fast-service, good-quality uh, burger? And we thought, yeah, let's let's do that. We've never done something that's more mass-targeted. Um, a smaller burger, cheaper, but still good quality, still handmade. And we did that and we thought, like, all oh, our names always have a little... Um, you know, uh, quirk to it or double meaning and it was going to be a burger place, it was going to be bench seating and we're going to serve beer. So, you know, the name, only lawyers will get it, right? So, (laughs) so we decided to call it Burger, Bench and Bar and Bench and Bar, as you and I know, uh, refers to the judge and the lawyers, right? Because uh, the bench (laughs) is where the judge sits and the bar is where the rest of the lawyers are. So, we thought we'll call it that, be a little corny, but only it's like an insider joke.
0: And we <laughs> did that. Well, speaking solely for me, I absolutely love it. So maybe I'm the perfect target market. <laughs> <laughs> so we did that. And that was, we
1: opened that 13 years ago. And um, the, the interior design was very modern. And oh, it didn't have a menu, you had to go in. And we learned, and, and it was in a mall that was targeted at kids. But our burgers were like double the price of McDonald's. And no one understood the concept. Like they walked past, they looked at it. It's so modern. There's no menu. Everybody got intimidated. And our guests were working adults. And they loved us because we were in a mall with a cinema. And, but I said earlier, it was all for kids, right? So the adults would come and have nothing to eat. And then now that we are open, they were really excited. But that was the problem. The mall is targeted at kids. And our concept wasn't. Yeah.
0: So where do you see this um this has come back during the pandemic? What what's your hope for it? I don't even want to put a time frame on it, but when we're through this.
1: So everyone's been asking us for the last ten years, when are you reopening Burger Venture Bar, right? Reopen it, please. Open somewhere else. And it's it had a, a huge following. So we thought, you know, now that there's a lockdown, I thought, hey, this is a great time to sort of resurrect the brand, have a sense of, you know, where it is, are people still Wanting to eat our burgers, do people remember us, and we said, "Okay, let's do a pop up." You know, since we have two locations, it'd be silly to shut one and not do something interesting. So we did that, and we were amazed by the amount of um, a reception we have had. You know, everyone's like, "Oh, I was eighteen when I first ate your burger, and now I'm <laughs> married," and you know, so <laughs> bringing the kids. Yeah, <laughs> and so it's been doing well. I mean, we've been very. Um, excited by the reception and we are considering doing it as a delivery platform going forward instead of spending money, opening a restaurant, hiring wait staff, renovations, you know, this is the perfect time because people are getting used to delivery. So we might do just that. Yeah.
0: And that's, that's another, uh, maybe, maybe I get your comments on this quickly, Will, another topic I'm interested in. Do you see permanent changes and maybe, moving to a delivery model for more and more restaurants. More and more restaurants is one of them. But what are some things that have changed because of COVID that aren't going to go back to the way they were even once we're through the pandemic.
1: So, um, what's very sad is this time around, the restaurants that have survived the last lockdown, but were barely surviving this time around, you know, there were many more victims because the restaurants that have shut are restaurants that are 50 years old, you know, 60 years old. They are they are uh. traditional, they are well-loved, but because the people who are working there are all very old and they have no um, access to the internet, they do not know how to do delivery and they've shut for good and they, they, and they tell themselves, oh, I'm so old already, you know, I maybe this is the time to take a break and... And those right. that are shot will never get them back
0: again. Wow. Wow. It's awful to contemplate. I'm, t- I'm trying to think of a happier question. And maybe I can ask you, this was one of the things I loved most about our, our last discussion was the hawker stalls, because I've never been to Singapore. I hear about them. Hearing your descriptions, seeing your Instagram posts about them makes me want to go all that much more. Do you have? Are there are there any new favorites you have? What What can you tell us about the the hawker stalls through this recent challenging time?
1: So um, two things. One, again, the hawkers, some of the hawker stalls that uh, uh, are the, the hawkers who are very old now and have no access to the Internet. The great thing is that the social media um, folks have garnered a lot of attention for them and started listing these hawkers. And they say, OK, you know, instead of sitting on your butt at home and ordering delivery, these are the hawkers that are really good and they need your help. Go and support them. You know, so
0: that's great. So yeah. social media for good.
1: That's right. Yes, yes, and and that sort of helped um, quite a few hawkers. There, there's an Instagram handle I can't remember the name of, but basically they say if you know of a hawker that needs that help, tell us and we'll post it. You know, so that's wonderful. That's helping. Um, as for me, I I'm in the middle of moving between. It's crazy. Uh, I've I have moved from uh, the house I've lived in all my life, and we are staying at another place uh, for two months before I moved to my, I was going to say final home, but that sounds a little more ominous <laughs> <That sounds laughs> a little <warm> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and so I, I'm sort of in between moving and I'm in a new neighborhood. So I've been walking with my mom and I found a, a small stall, a hawker. It's a husband and wife, they're elderly and they do something that's really simple. It's this rice vermicelli and it's a breakfast thing. It's rice vermicelli, they do a roast pork belly, and mm. it's and it's just a breakfast thing. It's really cheap, it's like, I don't know, a dollar fifty US, you know, for, for a meal. And the rice vermicelli is cooked in a broth that they make from the pork bones and the pork belly, and it's cooked in lard. It's a lot of flavor. Oh. It looks like nothing. I
0: bet. <laughs> It yeah. looks like
1: nothing. <laughs> And then you eat it, and you go, "What magic is this?" You know, and you just keep eating. Yeah. Now I understand why that's always. eating a, it. Yeah, that's a, that's always a cue whenever I walk past. So, yeah, it's interesting.
0: That's wonderful. That's great. Well, we'll listen. Thank you. My my goal is to keep these episodes short and keep them to snapshots. So I will I will sign off by saying thank you. Uh, stay safe through the second lockdown, and uh, no doubt we'll be in touch again. Thanks Absolutely. for being here.
1: And last year we said, hopefully we'll meet in person one day, that still stands, and Absolutely <laughs> it does.
0: Yes, yes. I am definitely coming to Singapore, and I certainly hope that you're coming to Vancouver. Definitely. Here's to when travel is possible again, and to when I will finally be able to meet up with Chef Will, either in Singapore or in BC, or ideally in both. Thanks for being here again, Will. I know that you're incredibly busy and you always answer my calls so graciously and share your thoughts with all of us. It's a real pleasure to have you back on the show. Thank you for being here too. I appreciate you dropping in to Chef Chefdemoni. And if you're enjoying the show, please take a few minutes to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. That would mean a whole lot to me. All right, that is all for this Snapshot. I'm Graham McLennan, and I will see you next Friday for the next full episode of the Chef de Moni podcast.